0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. As I always point out, you can go back and scroll through the all the podcasts every week since January 2021 and listen to whatever you think you missed or would like to listen to again, or perhaps you're a newcomer and now you know. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. We're in Greensburg. Our phone number is 724 836 7440, and our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. I do uh, appointments here at the shop, and their health appointments. I use my medical intuitive skills. Well, they're, it's a talent, I guess. Uh, anyway, a woman called to cancel her health appointment because her candida is quote unquote acting up. Um, <clears throat> she, I, I asked her, do you drink your nature's harvest for breakfast? No, she eats granola with milk. That sounds very ghastly to me and uh, never mind what other things um, she eats, but candida um, is is a kind of a weed. You know, you've heard the saying, a weed is just a plant that's not in its proper place. What we're not aware of is that all plants, including weeds, grow where the environmental conditions are favorable to them. If you alter the environment, different plants will be encouraged to grow. Same thing goes with our intestinal tract. We have a garden of microorganisms growing, some friendly, some not so friendly. These microbes, excuse me, are collectively called intestinal flora. When the environment of the intestines is altered, the unfriendly microbes, like weeds in a garden, can take over. One of these is called candida. It's a strain of yeast. It's present in everyone's body, but when the intestinal environment of the intestines is altered, it can multiply out of control, just like weeds can overrun a neglected garden. One of the primary factors that alters the environment and causes yeast overgrowth is the use of antibiotics um, and pharmaceutical drugs. Yeasts like candida normally have to compete with certain strains of friendly bacteria like acidophilus and bifidophilus. These friendly bacteria are known collectively as probiotics and they secrete substances that inhibit yeast overgrowth. Antibiotics kill them, which allows the yeast to multiply out of control. Furthermore, yeast secrete a toxin that damages the intestinal membranes, causing toxins to leak into the body, a condition known as leaky gut syndrome. These toxins also weaken the immune system. They can contribute to. Problems like allergies, respiratory congestion, earaches, skin rashes, and inflammatory bowel disorders. The damage isn't limited to the colon. It can settle in other areas of the body like the mouth and throat. Um, yeast infections occur in the fingernails and toenails and like athlete, in the feet like athlete's foot and in the upper respiratory system, like chronic sinus problems and itchy ears. Fortunately, we have understood the dynamics of candida for years, and experience has shown that it can be effectively treated, and the overgrowth uh, knocked down, provided the person is willing to make lifestyle changes and more careful, carefully tend to their intestinal garden. There, there are three parts to an effective program for yeast infections. The first part is using remedies that directly kill or inhibit the yeast growth. And no, I'm not talking about pharmaceutical drugs. People tell me, oh, I'm taking monostat or um, I forget what the other yeast overgrowth drug is. No, not pharmaceuticals um we need to knock down the um the weeds you know the unfriendly um, yeast long enough for the friendly organisms to reassert their dominance in the intestinal garden my favorite product to use uh, and one of the reasons is because it comes in a box And it says right on the box, eat this, don't eat this. So if you follow that, I mean, you really just cannot eat sugar and bread, you know, anything that contributes to yeast. Or uh, especially alcohol, um, fruit, you're not supposed to eat fruit or starchy, like starchy vegetables like potatoes, but you can eat berries. So drinking your nature's harvest every morning with blueberry, frozen organic blueberries and frozen organic strawberries is a really good way to help with yeast. Um, <clears throat> it, it, this Canada Clear pack contains three antifungal agents that reduce yeast overgrowth and enzymes that help break down dead yeast. Breaks down like the wall of it so they can be eliminated. Um, one of the ingredients is Podiarco, and it's, it's a, the bark of one of our most valuable antifungal herbs. It not only reduces yeast overgrowth, it also tones intestinal membranes and acts as a blood purifier to remove toxins and help clear skin conditions. Many people have successfully combated yeast infections with podiarco and maybe Silver Shield. So, if it's me, I'm going to add yeast and fungal detox, which is another ingredient in Canada Clear. Um, it contains garlic and oregano and um, two other antifungal compounds. It also has echinacea, selenium, and zinc to help rebuild the immune system. You can take yeast and fungal detox by itself. Another ingredient in Candida Clear is caprylic acid combination. Caprylic acid is a medium chain fatty acid found in coconut oil that is known to have antifungal and antimicrobial qualities. It also contains elecampane and black walnut, herbs known for their ability to combat parasites. And then we have the enzyme pack. So you take one packet with meals, one packet of enzymes between meals, so six packets a day. Because one of the problems associated with knocking down excess yeast in the intestinal tract is that when they die, the cellular debris that's left can cause adverse reactions. So these enzymes digest the dead yeast and allow them to be destroyed without adverse effects. And when I um, talked about yeast and fungal detox, oregano, I know a lot of people um, take essential oil, the pure essential oil of oregano, yes it's a strong antifungal but it's not wise to use the pure essential oil internally Um, oregano herb which is found in this formula is a much better choice it's completely safe and it's still useful antiseptic and antifungal i think it takes one or two pounds of uh, oregano herb to make Oregano oil, I don't know what the ratio is, but it's, it's just way too much for the liver. So, but the oregano herb you can take a lot of. It not only helps control yeast overgrowth, it also stimulates digestive function and expels excess mucus from the lungs. Then there's garlic and other things in there. Have you ever noticed when you see people you haven't seen for a long time, um, they might say you haven't changed in 25 years. Well, that would be a good thing, but then they go on to recount all their medical misadventures, drugs, surgeries, diagnoses, since you haven't seen them. Honestly, they're operating on a different set of facts than I am. I don't believe in uh, focusing on the negative Um, It's quite the antithesis of positive thoughts and solutions versus problems. So rather than focusing on problems, let us focus on solutions. You kind of know they're not gonna be open to supplements because they haven't been in the past. So, um, you know, save it. (laughs) Don't say anything, zip it. The observation from this is that the majority of people have been programmed from from their past experience to expect physical decline. And it's probably something they don't want, but they're programmed to expect it. And so you're really going to get what you expect. It's not that what they expect is the reality that everyone lives, but everyone lives the reality of what they expect if you expect to be thriving at 112 years old i'm going to say you have a good chance of that happening this is under the heading of good news i don't um, pay attention to the news media but i have alternative sources and many of them report good news so Um, Judge for yourselves if you think this is good news. Eight in 10 Americans believe their health is a work in progress, and many have been taking steps to improve their lifestyle. According to a new survey of 13,000 people in 24 countries, including 2,000 in the United States, um, this feeling wasn't unique to Americans. 82% of people globally felt the same compared to 84% of Americans, and 89% of all the respondents are currently taking steps to improve their health. Sounds good, right? Of those 81% that the pandemic helped kickstart them into doing so, and these steps are having a clear impact on the respondents' health. Um, here's, Here's where it gets a little funky. Um, because people equate, and it's obvious, people equate health with exercising and losing weight. So, fifty-six percent of the respondents can now run longer, or exercise longer without feeling winded, and forty-eight percent have gone down a size or a belt notch. So. Um, the survey found that the average respondent is currently working to break three unhealthy habits by exercising more cooking or eating more nutritious foods and downloading a fitness app purchasing less junk food beginning to take walks during their lunch break okay you know the whole thing half of the people said they're more focused on eating healthier including supplementing their diet with vitamins and minerals on which they spend 286 dollars a year americans were slightly above that at an average of 304 per year uh, many people i know spend way more than that per month so not criticizing just observing And then it goes on to say that 30% of the respondents said they would like to know more about vitamins and supplements. And they uh, get their information from internet searches, media, social media, followed by consulting their doctor. Okay, Uh, the internet is the information superhighway, it's also the information trash heap. So be cautious of what you find. Media knows nothing, social media knows nothing, and doctors are not trained in supplements, most of them. I can't speak for all of them. I'm pretty sure they don't teach about supplements in medical school. But 77% um, would like to know more about the nutritional benefits of supplements and vitamins to support their health. Well, they can come to herbs to Your Health, they can listen to the podcast, they can just come and ask me. Um, Okay, so the first steps the respondents are taking, taking, as I said, exercising, downloading a fitness app, stop purchasing as much junk food, I say stop purchasing all junk food, Uh, get on a regular sleep schedule, I mean, This is just so very basic, but all right. It's, I guess it's better than um, people eating cakes and steaks and pizza and Twinkies. So ALJ is not available until mid-November, sorry to say. Um, another alternative that we have is Golden Seal. Now, this may not be something you'd think about as an alternative to ALJ, but it's an herb specifically used for the mucous membranes. It finds its use in the treatment of congestion and fr- chronic inflammation of the respiratory and urogenital tracts. Um, it's also good for gastritis, enteritis, the bladder, the liver. Um, it's also been applied in conditions affecting eye inflammation. It You can see it growing. It was discovered and found primarily in eastern North America. Um, it's It's here. You can find it. It's kind of rare, but if you go on an herb walk, you will be likely to find it. <clears throat> It's plentiful in the woods of Ohio and around here, western, southwestern Pennsylvania. Um, the, in Ohio, the Cherokee Indians introduced golden seal as a medicine for the treatment of ulcers and arrow wounds. <laughs> so if you hit, get hit by a stray arrow, there's the ticket. Um, the most active ingredient of golden seal and one that accounts for its effectiveness is hydrazine. Uh, it's, another constituent of golden seal is berberine that has been shown useful against a variety of microbes. It uh, modulates the immune system, it increases blood supply to the spleen. Additionally, it activates macrophages and has tumor inhibitory action. <clears throat> but it's best known, or I mean, we can use it as a, an ALJ alternative because it's used valuable for chronic inflammation of the mucous membranes. Um, it increases the, the bowel transit time. It's an antiseptic. It reduces blood sugar when combined with licorice. Um, it reduces swelling. It strengthens the immune system. It has antibiotic and antibacterial properties. Um, and it can be used in for morning sickness. However, uh, I wouldn't take it in, later on in pregnancy. <clears throat> and um, great for the immune system. The other one, and I don't know if I, I'm pretty sure I did mention this before, but it's become very popular, because you know ALJ is now called seasonal allergy. Well, seasonal defense, I guess because it sounds almost the same, um, people have been using that instead of ALJ, which is now seasonal allergy. The blend of herbs in seasonal defense provides decongestant, uh, expectorant, and antitussive, which means it prevents or relieves coughs. It's antibacterial, antiviral, and immuno enhancing. Andrographis, thyme, there's our oregano again, eleuthero um, or Siberian ginseng, and bitter orange. <clears throat> Oregano grade four respiratory infections. Um, a woman came in, this is another story, to uh, continue on her program. She bought over $300 worth of supplements. She said that's for one month approximately. She also brought in her beautiful daughter, now 26 years old, um, who the, the mother, the woman, had trouble conceiving. That's how we, well, actually, we met before that. Um, But the point of the story is that the daughter is an Instagram influencer about beauty products. And so they, I don't know who sends her the products, and then she tries them, and then she Instagrams about it, or whatever the term is, uh, Is that a tweet? I don't know. No, it's not. I don't think. Anyway, she said they sent her a bottle of curcumin to try. um, And she said, what's that good for? And I said, well, yeah, it could be good for the skin. The key to remaining biologically young is to keep your telomeres as long as possible. As a regular listener, you know what telomeres are. They're the protective caps at the ends of each chromosome strand. The longer your telomeres, the younger your cells behave. But the shorter they are, the more vulnerable you are to old age. Of course, it's no secret that eating processed foods can lead to diseases associated with old age like diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and Alzheimer's. So I don't think those are old age disease. They're the so-called diseases of aging, um, but more and more young people, I don't know too many young people who have Alzheimer's, but a lot of them are diabetic, have high blood pressure, and some have heart disease. So it's just a, a life, their lifestyle diseases, A recent study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition discovered that eating processed foods, including so-called health foods such as granola bars, low-fat yogurt, (laughs) and whole wheat bread, causes a dramatic increase in aging on a cellular level. It causes caramelization. We don't want that. Ages. Advanced glycation end products. In fact, the researchers found that 2.5 servings of processed food a day, I mean, who does that, doubled your risk of shortened telomeres. So avoid those convenience foods, takeout foods, and ready meals, and for heaven's sakes, the um, TV dinners or whatever you call those things, the frozen foods that you just heat up and eat, Can you imagine what's in there? Anyway, focus your meals around healthy fats, uh, whole foods. If you're going to eat animal flesh, as I always say, I would go interview the farmer um, because I know cows eat grass, but what do you put on the grass and what else do you feed them when they get back in the barn? And then what do you do to them? Which I don't wanna know any of that. You know, How do you get the beef then? But anyway, organic foods, we need to eat organic fruits and vegetables, whole grains. Um, This will have a dramatic effect on your health and the length of your telomeres, but it will also have a dramatic anti-aging effect on your skin because short telomeres are a big part of skin aging. Skin cells are the fastest dividing cells in the human body. Every time they divide, telomeres get shorter. That means your skin is extremely sensitive to telomere loss. Short telomeres lead to lines, wrinkles, dull and dry skin, under eye bags, and all the other annoying signs of aging. One study of twins showed shorter telomeres can make you look as much as 10 years older. So this new research, long story short, reveals that curcumin stops telomeres from shortening, and it may even help them lengthen. When, you're, when you were young, you had a natural enzyme called telomerase that preserved your telomeres. It even helped rebuild them. Unfortunately, we don't produce it when we're old, but curcumin activates telomerase. It helps preserve and lengthen telomeres. So your aging process slows down. Your skin stays biologically younger. Longer telomeres translate to smooth, dewy skin you had in your 20s. Um, Let's all hope. Uh, Here's an observation. Um, Mandate vaxxers are more effective than anti-vaxxers at destroying vaccine's credibility, right? If you want to disintegrate a product's credibility, force people to use it rather than convince them. Here's what Dr. Robert Malone, who is assisted, um, he's an internationally recognized medical doctor and scientist who assisted in inventing mRNA vaccines. He has been involved in the invention and early testing of mRNA technology Uh, he referenced two instances where citizens are being enticed to take what he refers to as experimental. Even he says it's experimental. He says there was a period where West Virginia was trying to get people vaccinated so they had a shotgun lottery. That's wrong on so many levels. Uh, and then there was somewhere else, there was, they were offering free ice cream to children to get them to take the vaccine without their parents' approval. So these are just two particularly clear examples of unfair coercion. It's not actually legal. Those are his words. He likened what's going on with COVID vaccines to the illegal medical experiments conducted by Nazi Germany. During the Second World War, Jews and other ethnic groups were subjected to horrible experimental medical research, and they justified it by saying it was for the common good. Malone said that the Western world agreed we weren't going to do that anymore, yet from time to time, we seem to forget. And um, So in an attempt to clear up misinformation coming from the medical establishment, Malone said that fully vaccinated individuals can spread COVID. Um, The idea is that if you have a workplace where everybody's vaccinated, you're not going to have virus spread is totally false. A total lie. End quote. The vaccinated are actually the super spreaders that everyone was told about at the beginning of the pandemic. So, Uh, The point of the vaccine is not to stop you from getting the virus, a virus. Uh, It's not to stop you from spreading it to someone else. The whole point of it is to reduce the symptoms and prevent hospitalization, I guess. Um, He says, if the government isn't going to disclose to you what the vaccine risks are, and they're not going to disclose to you what's really going on because they think you can't handle the news. He calls this the noble lie and paternalistic authoritarianism. Say that three times real fast. He said the idea of governance by lying goes back to Plato and ancient Greek philosophy, which argues that it's quote, okay for politicians and people in authority to lie to the general public because they have special knowledge and the ability to understand things and the general public can't cope with this level of information. And so it's okay to lie to them, end quote. Um, Dr. Malone says, I really disagree with this line of thinking. Um yet it has been public policy in the united states and worldwide in public health for a very long time i would say that we all have to disagree with that kind of thinking right so let's uh, take care of ourselves as i frequently say you know we've been in our bodies for decades we know our bodies best let's put in the good things take out the bad things including positive thoughts and just be kind to yourself and be kind to everyone else if you can't be kind to yourself and love yourself what's that say for how you're going to treat other people so let's start with ourselves and take care of ourselves thank you very much for joining me i appreciate all of the listeners all of the kind comments and please come and shop at herbs to your health or the website www.herbstoyourhealth.net. Bye.